Business, the blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arnie Heiskanen. My guest is Casey Gray, founder and CEO of The Conscious Builder, an Ontario company. Casey, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, um, I would like first to um, say a few words about passive houses, since that's our topic today. What are passive houses? Yes, the big question. Uh, so yeah, not, not a lot of people here know what passive houses are, either probably less people, I would say. Uh, the basic concept behind passive is building an as energy efficient envelope as possible. So meaning that the envelope is gonna be, well, depends on where you live and what the climate is like, but the envelope is gonna be super insulated. You're going to have high performing windows, perhaps different windows on the south facing side, for example, with a higher solar heat gain coefficient, which means that you're allowing a lot of the heat from the sun to come in and help warm your, warm your home in the colder months. Uh, you're also gonna make your home as airtight as possible. Uh, and then once you do that, you would have to put a fresh air system in, or in my case, for example, in our house, we put in two fresh air systems because it's uh, slightly larger. It depends on depends on the home design, of course. And then, of course, if you can orient your property accordingly, that would be the best. So to summarize it, it's a super insulated home that uh, performs highly efficient and uses uh, the sun to heat it if it can, and if not, um, uses other very environmentally friendly ways to heat. Well, why do you build and talk about passive houses? So we don't only build passive per se. Passive is one of the one of the targets that we like to go for because it is one of the most rigorous building standards in the world. So unfortunately there is not a whole lot of value on the marketplace when it comes to building energy efficient homes or passive homes and if you use the word for example passive homes the majority of people don't really know what that is so it doesn't mean anything so what we've decided to start focusing on is more is the word conscious hence the conscious builder so we when you use that word conscious people know what that means you know it's the state of being aware so knowing why you're doing something knowing why you're making those decisions and i think that's that's really the most important part is understanding what you're building and why you're building it so you know why do we build passive we don't necessarily only build passive we help educate people but it's definitely something that we believe in at least where where we are here in ontario the building code is very very strict and it gets better and better but in my opinion it hasn't gone very far in the last 200 years you know we're still building in in our case we're still slapping up houses with wood construction and the only difference is uh that we've put insulation in there and part of the issue is if we don't understand building science and that wood actually begins to rot and then you end up having a worse home so there's nothing wrong with building with wood especially when you have an abundance of it like we do here in canada uh, but you need to understand all of those things so that's uh I guess a long-winded answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but who are your customers? Uh, what 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 is the market space that you're in? So a lot of the people who find, if they're finding us because of the passive, they're obviously interested in building passive. They're not necessarily going to get passive house certification, uh, like I said, because there's not necessarily a value in that. But they will build with passive house design in mind. Uh, 
because we are a smaller company, we are we still do a lot of renovations. The majority of our work is renovations, so we do a lot of energy retrofits. And because every house is different, especially when you're working on you know 50, 60, 100 year old homes, they're all going to be different, and they're all going to the the way that you're going to tackle that project is going to be different because, like I just said, you have to understand the building science, and if you do one thing, you need to know how it's going to affect another thing. So our our range of clientele is, is very different uh, being a small company. We're not doing you know passive houses or, or you know development type projects. Uh, we have actually just had a developer come through our house last week, which is good because they're starting to learn and educate themselves as well because they do obviously there is going to be value in that moving down moving forward. So the more we know now, the better it is going to be in the future, of course. Would you say that um, conscious building is uh, is it is it an ethical or rational or economical decision? I think it can be all of the above. And I think that that's different. What that may be for everybody is going to be different. And that's why I always say, like, understand your purpose, understand why you're doing it. For us, the why, when when I really started to think this way, and my wife as well, was when we when we found out that we were pregnant with our son, who's now he'll be four in August. Uh, but when we found out that we were having a child, then you start to think differently. I don't know if you have children. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So as soon as there's somebody else that's relying on you, that's looking up to you, that you need to really be an example for, you start to rethink what you do and why you do it. And that that was really the beginning of our journey down the uh, the conscious path. And it's it's different for everybody. And we started using the word sustainable, for example, at one point, and, and I think it's impossible to build 100% sustainable or to live 100% sustainable uh, unless you have, in the case of building, unless you have you know bottomless pockets and you can pay <laughs> for all the things. So I think it's really understanding why you're doing something and, and making the decisions around that and not compromising on your values. So if you know what, you, what your values are, stick to those, and that's gonna be what really drives your project. Um, and a big part of it as well is making sure that you can make decisions that you can live with so you don't feel like you're sacrificing something. Yeah, but uh, how is a passive house project different from a so-called normal house? It's definitely the thought that goes into the project ahead of time. And with passive house, it's a lot of planning and modeling. And the the typical home that goes up where we are, it's, it's based on building code and not necessarily modeled. And it just... You do your drawings, you follow the building code, you submit it to the city for, for a building permit, and then you build it. Um, nobody really, we're trying to, in the development case, like I, I understand why these things are happening, but they're trying to get the products that are the cheapest. They want the people who can put it together the fastest because that's gonna be cheaper at the end of the day. Uh, they don't necessarily do blower door tests where they test to see how tight the home is. Um, they don't, they're building it and designing it in a way that's cost effective as opposed to looking at the whole picture and understanding maybe the comfort, the health, uh, the sustainability uh, and everything that goes with that whole package. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants a healthy, comfortable and uh, economical home. Um, but not every home is necessarily has all of those things because of the lack of planning, I would say, at the beginning be, um, that goes into a lot of these houses. Well, uh, what kind of feedback have you received from your customers when, when, when it comes to conscious building? 
Well, I guess I can I can speak if I speak on the the side where people are coming into our home, uh, into a passive home because we we've only done a few because they're so little houses. There's mm. very few across all of North America, uh, but it's definitely a comfort level. So when people walk into our home, they realize the comfort in it as well. And from a personal experience, we were in Florida last year, and the way the houses are built in Florida are are not very good for the most part. There's a lot of humidity there, so there's a lot of mildew and mold issues, and you can just smell the mustiness when you walk into a lot of these houses. And it wasn't until we came back from Florida that we realized how much of a, it's like a breath of fresh air walking into the house, <laughs> actually, if you can believe it, because once you get used to that, right? So that that's a huge aspect of it. And then of course, our, our bills are, are very lim- limited, like our, we're fossil fuel free to give an example and this is all Canadian dollars of course like our utility costs in 2015 I haven't done them for 2016 yet we're just over 3,000 but we made over 5,000 on our solar panels so not only is our is our you know 4,000 square foot home have an extremely low energy bill we actually make money every over the year as well so that that's a benefit so there is some a little bit of upfront cost, but depending on how long you stay in the home or what how that's going to change your mortgage payment, it could easily be factored in. And we've done that before, where you, you model the cash flow and see what's going to work. Okay, so um, well, I'm I'm sure that many people now are more interested in in what we're doing. So how can our listeners learn from uh, learn more about your services? So you can just go to theconsciousbuilder.com. There's a lot of information there. Uh, we do have a podcast that we do as well that can be accessed from our page. And we, we just started that. We do YouTube videos and we really just turn those into a podcast where it's, it's me answering questions, not necessarily only on building consciously or building passive homes, but it's about building in general and questions that we get regularly. So it's me just answering those questions that are coming in. <clears throat> and Veronica does, uh, who takes care of all of our marketing, does all the editing on that. <clears throat> that would be the best place. From there, you can really access everything that we do. We do have some, <clears throat> excuse me, interesting promotion, well, an opportunity that we just started actually. Uh, we're in Ontario, so this would only be eligible to people in Ontario, but we are giving away uh, a Tesla with uh, some of our homes, depending on the price range that they come in for custom homes. So if you just go to theconsciousbuilder.com slash Tesla, you can find out about that. However, if you are doing a smaller renovation or whatever it may be, we're actually doing a draw for a Chevrolet Volt as well. And that can be found at theconsciousbuilder.com slash Chevy Volt, uh, or sorry, slash Chevrolet dash Volt. Um, and we're gonna get all that. We just launched all that, so it is gonna be coming up on the website, but the, 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 they are all there. And wow, that's really yeah. interesting. <laughs> so that, that's what we believe in. You know, we're just trying to raise the bar, and hopefully, people start start following uh, a little bit or start realizing the value in a lot of what we're, we're going to have to change eventually, right? No, I understand. Nobody likes change. Change is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if you can get comfortable with the change, uh, it makes it a lot easier as you move forward. And um, we're just trying to to ease that and educate people. And we understand that there's a lot of information. So. Baby steps, uh, I think, is very important. Go easy on yourself. You know, we didn't go from where we were, uh, where we were, to where we are now overnight. It's definitely, definitely been a gradual path and a lot of learning experiences along the way, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that you're an avid Snapchat user, also. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I definitely have some fun with that. I think it helps me 
take myself a little less seriously because although I love my job, there are some days that I don't love it or I don't love, I shouldn't say, I don't love what I'm doing in that particular moment or <laughs> some of the things we have to deal with, right? Because obviously with, with this line of work, there comes a lot of problems and uh, problem solving that needs to happen uh, from project to project or day to day. Okay, uh, as any business owner would know. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have something else to say or add at this point? Yeah, I, I do have one fact that I think is really interesting that really helps get people thinking. And it's definitely where you are, where we are. It's 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 something that's important uh, in the colder climates. And it's, it's actually a stat from the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. And they, they've actually calculated that on average, we spend 93% of our time indoors. So that means it, that could be in a car, it could be in our home, or it could be at work. And at first I'm like, oh, that's really high. But then when I think about it, especially this time of year for myself, my office is at my home. Uh, I plan a lot of my travel on one day. So there's the majority of the week, I don't leave my home. I don't, and if I do go outside, it's maybe with my son and it's for an hour, an hour here and there. So I probably spend 99% of my time indoors in the winter. And knowing that, I think it's important that we start to think about how our homes are built and what we put into our homes. Yeah. And it's actually the other stat that the EPA has is that they actually rate indoor air quality as one of the top five risks to public health, All right. which I think is very scary and would probably explain why a lot of the illness i don't think it's one thing that makes us sick i think it's a combination of things but that one thing obviously has a serious effect on the majority of the population yeah and uh, one thing is that we have used materials over the years that we don't really know what what, what they are doing to to our health absolutely well, yeah well um it was really great talking with you, and um, maybe I just have one question left. Uh, how do you see the future? Uh, I'm I'm definitely an optimist. I think we're it's all good things moving forward. A big there's a few people that I follow. One in particular, uh, Peter Diamandis. I'm not sure if you're familiar with with him. Uh, but if but if not, definitely somebody worth following if you're interested in innovation and technology and the direction and what's happening in the future. Um, he's written a couple books called Bold and Abundance, and uh, he started the X Prize, and just a phenomenal human being. Obviously, I don't know him personally. However, uh, the stuff that he does and the emails and blog posts that he does uh, is part of what helps me feel very optimistic about the future because I'm I'm definitely, there's a lot of good things happening. Obviously there's a lot of bad things that could happen, but I choose to focus on the good things. And I think I choose to believe that there's a lot of good people out there and, and everybody does want to do right. And they want to, they want to do what's best for them and best for their family. And, and so I'm very optimistic about the future and, I'm not worried about anything. I'm just doing my part to help educate people on the things that I'm passionate about and the things that I'm that I know and that I've experienced in my life. Thank you very much and all the best to your business and your family. Thanks, Arnie. You too.